Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> Welcome to Sophia's Choice, the only Golden Rolls podcast to review the show from a grandfather's perspective. Ah. Uh, my name is We Brent. don't know that. <laughs> I'm sure we are. So joining me this week is my favorite living grandpa, Ski. Oh, wow. Thank you. And joining us is a man who's often called grandpa by cashiers, but that's mainly because of how he responds when they have the temerity to ask if he'd prefer plastic instead of paper. Uh, I thought it was going to be something that, like, because of the way that I... Talk about women and, and minorities. <laughs> so this week, um, you know, if Alan's bifocals cooperate, uh, we're going to hear a brief recap of season six, episode 20. Even grandmas get the blues. Afterwards, uh, we'll pause so Ski can yell at some kids who've wandered into his yard. And then we'll pick our MVP and award the episode update slices of cheesecake. If we're not too tired from yelling at a cloud, we'll also choose our favorite line of the evening. Let me turn up that darn music. That's right. Do you have the onion on your uh, belt? <laughs> Is it the style of the time? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I actually had a, an awful revelation the other day. You know, I fairly recently started a new job, mm-hmm. um, maybe beginning of September. Yeah. Um, and I realized, that it just hit me, that I believe I'm the oldest person on my team. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, not only is it the first time that's happened, it's the first time it's even ever been close to happening. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been within 10 years of the next, you know, the oldest person on my team prior to this. Maybe. No, I really don't think. I think this is by far, uh, I've never been the oldest person on my team or close to it. And and I, I, going back and forth on it, because it's like an accounting job. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, because even with, even if you know everything there is to know about accounting, they're still learning stuff about systems and the way oh. you know different companies do things. They're discovering new numbers every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, um, but yeah, it doesn't matter. So it, there's no shame in me being like, oh, like I'm learning new things because yeah. it's a learning a new company system, not learning, mm-hmm. you know, the Math. basics of accounting. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. The FOIL method's the same regardless <laughs> right, of yeah. who's signing your paycheck. <laughs> Well, yeah, Gwen was having trouble with math earlier because uh, she's studying for finals right now. And I mm-hmm. said, just remember the Pythagorean theorem and you'll be fine. <laughs> so <laughs> A squared plus B squared always equals C squared. <laughs> exactly. Um, Has to be the right angle, though. But yeah, I, I've just been debating if uh, if I will bring this up in a team meeting or not. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was thinking... The Pythagorean yeah, theorem? Well, the, the, the fact that I'm old <laughs> uh, in comparison. Yeah. And I think I'm only less than five years older than yeah. the next oldest person. And I think there's probably even less than that. I think yeah. probably two, three years maybe. But, yeah. you know, I've kind of been working on a whole shtick about it, mm-hmm. you know, as far as talking about, yeah. you know, that I decided to get a bowl of Werther's Originals for my <laughs> desk and <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. things like that. And if someone needs to hear me spin a yarn. <laughs> yeah. I've been I've been very lucky in that it's still not happened to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I've never, and I've also I've never had to report to somebody who's younger than me. And I know, I mean, just statistically, it's going to happen at some point, yeah. and it's odd that it hasn't happened yet. But, like, the lady that I'm currently reporting to, like, I was wondering, I was like, is she younger than me? Like, could she be the one? <laughs> um, and then, like, she mentioned, like, the age of her kids, and I was like, well, that makes it seem like she would be older than me, but who knows, right. you know, because, you know, funny stuff happens. But she definitely looks younger. But then we were talking the other day, and she mentioned her and her girlfriends were going to do something special for her 50th birthday. Oh, okay. And I was like, sweet. So the streak continues. <laughs> yeah. So you still got a few more years on that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can just keep reporting to her for the rest of my life. <laughs> I mean, I do intend for uh, my current job being my last job. So, mm-hmm. um, 
and I don't intend to advance. <laughs> so at least it's not like my goal anyway. Yeah, yeah. It'll just be a natural progression if it happens. Yeah. My, my boss is actually younger than I am, but he's by like a year. Oh yeah. So we're about basically the same age now. Yeah, I mean, my boss is. I don't know her exact age, but I looked her up on, of course, LinkedIn and whatnot before mm-hmm. I interviewed for the job. Yeah. And based on when she graduated from college, I want to say she's probably three or four years younger than I am, mm-hmm. so unless unless she took a circuitous route through college, but she yeah, does yeah. not seem like the type who probably would have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it, it is funny, though, because she's she's very intelligent. She's a good boss. I really like her, um, but she's a fast talker. Yeah. And sometimes I almost feel like I'm learning a foreign language. Like if someone's like, uh, habla espanol, and I'm like mm-hmm. un poquito, and then all of a sudden they just rip off, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. A, a fast, you know, a sentence or two, uh-huh. um, to where it's just I'm still learning the language of their com- uh-huh. of that company, and it's a healthcare company. So even though I've done plenty of accounting stuff for you know over a decade, mm-hmm. a lot of it's still new to me because I've never done accounting for a healthcare company, yeah, and so yeah. they have some different terminology. Yeah. Um, than what I'm used to, but residuals and things. Yeah, well, and just their own system, mm-hmm. you know, speak like, and and they'll use a lot of acronyms mm-hmm. that aren't accounting acronyms. I mean, they're acronyms for the company. Yeah, but I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> well, <Kepa> this and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back in my day. <laughs> exactly. So, um. Well, before uh, we kick off the episode, before I kick off the episode, yeah, yeah. um, I did have a an listener interaction that I thought oh, was a nice. good one. Yeah. Uh, this was related to our. Good recent episode miles to go oh i love that one mm-hmm. yes. and uh, jennifer was the one who sent this message Yay. she said that uh, name the mobster member is her favorite new game oh nice um and that it sounds like a family reunion to her i'll <laughs> 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 oh, go ahead um i'll let you continue well i just said that i definitely encourage you to include more mafia related content going forward mm-hmm. um but that if you refuse please ask her family to go after uh, your kneecaps and not minor skis <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> she says uh Noted, they don't make mistakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to incorporate it or fold it in or whatever. But I did have a brief moment where I was like, you know, I could see like, you know, a mafioso being indebted to ski. <laughs> like, you know, he, he does somebody a solid and it turns out <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're a mafia don or something. And he's like, if you ever need a favor. <laughs> but and ski. I would be dumb. I was like, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, but ski would be like, you know what I would like? A copy of Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please do me this favor? Well, no, Ski would end up having something bad happen unintentionally. Like, oh. he would be like, oh, yeah, I'm really having a lot of trouble getting this copy of Edge of Tomorrow from mm-hmm. the dollar, or, you yeah. know, family video. They would yeah. read between the lines. Uh, yeah, and they would think, like, all of a sudden that family video has been burned down. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden there's one copy of Edge of Tomorrow <laughs> in exactly. all the ashes. Exactly. <laughs> We sent them a message. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they would be so thankful, too, honestly. It's like, oh, the insurance money, thank God. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> we definitely weren't going to make the money back on the sleuth. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they find the chart remains a Marco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys have anything else to add before I jump into the episode? No, no. I'm just glad to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Did you find fellows? Yeah, me too. Me too. This is... um. Yeah, this is our last recording before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I can't imagine that um, in the next two yeah. weeks that we're going to get together again yeah. for at least for recording purposes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully everybody had a good Christmas, a good New Year's, yeah. happy holidays, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, and 
hopefully the first nine days of 2023 have treated you well. Oh, January 9th, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I think it's, um, so this episode drops on January 9th? Yeah. <laughs> Is that Elvis's birthday? I don't know. I can't tell you either. Or no, Richard Nixon's. I that's, am, that's pretty different. <laughs> it's somebody's birthday. That's Definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I feel confident that January 9th is not a barren day on the earth. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how the winter solstice works. Right. <laughs> that would be crazy if there's like, one statistically, day, yeah. <laughs> this one day has like never had a birthday. Like you imagine like an entire maternity ward. Do you think like three in the afternoon, they'd be like, what is up with today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm ready. Well, you know, statistically, it won't be till tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Never happened before. Yeah, we do this as an education day. We don't even bother to have <laughs> expect a mother's in on the night. But uh, this episode, uh, season six, episode 20, even grandmas get the blues. Is Richard Nixon. It's Rich- January 9th. Okay, yeah. very nice. Good happy, to know. happy birthday, Tricky Dick. 37th <laughs> president. Um, this was a... Uh, did air on March 2nd, 1991, written by Gail Gail. March Perrin. 2nd, someone's birthday, too. I'm sure it is. March 2nd? March 2nd, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this was written. He's in agreement. Yes. I am. Well, I guess I should have said no. Oh. <laughs> you know, he's like, March 2nd, somebody's birthday, and I'd say, no, it's not. <laughs> that way, if some lazy, freeloading son of a bitch writes in like, I want my sticker. (laughs) You can be like, no. (laughs) We covered both bases there. (laughs) It's only everybody on the podcast is wrong. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Not only that, but someone has to co-sign on the wrong thing that was said. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They can't just sit silently. (laughs) (laughs) Just send you a PDF of a blank piece of paper. Like, this is the Wikipedia page for births. I'd be like, I stand corrected. (laughs) (laughs) Give me your address. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyway, this one was written by Gail Parent and Jim Valley, or Mm -hmm. Valley, and directed by Robert Berlinger. Mm. I believe. Is this the first one for Bobby? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I don't recognize the name either. Yeah. Yeah. Has he done anything else? I'm sure he has. Don't you (laughs) normally do that? (laughs) Not for the directors, I guess. Really? Yeah, no. Oh. You are more far more interested in what directors have done. For me, it's like, if you're not in front of the camera, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, mainly just seeing if they've done porn. Uh, <laughs> you'd want to find out if Robert Berlinger had done porn? I'm hoping you would tell uh, me. It's <laughs> your recap. That would be a fun interview, right? Like, well, I have done a few episodes of Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. I uh, did some stuff in probably like early parts of the 90s and 80s. Right. And, uh, oh, I have an extensive... Uh, <laughs> like pornographic background. Uh, yeah. Like how many, how many, how many movies have you done, sir? <laughs> In what genre? <laughs> <laughs> when you say done, what do you mean? There was the. I the was s- an actor. <laughs> of course, there for was my few years. my space docking trilogy, <laughs> 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 or trilogy, if you prefer. Um, trilogy. What would, you, <laughs> what would you call your space docking porn? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the, the outer limits. The Gentile and the Jew. <laughs> 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 uh, I have no idea. Uh, 
Uh, do you have an idea on what you would call your space docking uh, <laughs> saga? I, I just learned it was a thing an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> you learned Two it was hours a thing ago. Dude, several weeks ago. Uh, you just I like Trilogy. <laughs> I'm with that. That is a good one. <laughs> well, well, anyway, I, I don't have anything about his priors, but I can tell you about the episode that he directed. Oh, yeah. This episode. Let's hear about that one. Uh, Dorothy, when was the last time you had sex? A uh, question every person wants to hear from their mother and uh, the way we open this episode. Mm-hmm. Sophia is gauging the possibility of Dorothy being the queen of the festival for the dancing virgins. Uh, she goes on to ask Dorothy to learn a family sauce recipe that has 152 ingredients, takes weeks to make, and has been passed down through the generations for 1,400 years. How long do you think it takes before you qualify as a born-again virgin? I don't know. I think that... Um, then is it the same for men and women? I don't... I don't believe in it, honestly. You don't really. <laughs> no, not really. I'll say this: if uh, if your virginity was lost um, through non consensual means, uh-huh. then I think you can reclaim it at any time. Gotcha. Um, I don't think there's any time limit on that. Gotcha. If your virginity was lost consensually, yeah, um, then I think it's just gone. There is no reclaiming it. Hmm. So. Interesting. What What is your opinion on the subject? I don't know. I guess the refractory period's about <laughs> <laughs> six hours. <laughs> So you think that you have that <laughs> six hours? <laughs> so you think every six hours you're a virgin again? <laughs> I tell the missus. <laughs> Give me something to complain about. <laughs> I want a forty-four-year-old virgin. Exactly. <laughs> Forty-six, sir. Well, I was referring to myself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do still have a few weeks. Actually, Ski's forty-four now, but yep, I, I still have a few weeks to go. Yeah. Just turned. We always knew the ski would turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've been recording for about three hours, so we're all about halfway back to being virgins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you had sex right before the episode started. <clears throat> no wonder you were in, in such a, a chipper spe- mood. In a manner of speaking, yeah. I do my best to recap some afterglow. <laughs> Both chipper and exhausted. <laughs> That's why I tend to fall asleep during the <laughs> Well, listen, an evening of docking will we'll take that one. <laughs> so, anyways, well, uh, Dorothy declines to learn the uh, the recipe because mm-hmm. of the time commitment. Apparently, mm-hmm. she's teaching an honors English class. Uh, so, Sophia names Rose as the queen so that she can be taught the recipe instead. Um, at that point, uh, Blanche walks in ready for her uh, Ren Fair. Uh, Blanche asks if she is uh, convincing, and Dorothy replies, As what, ye old town slut? Uh, Blanche lets the lets them know that she is auditioning for the Taming of the Shrew, but leaves the room to answer the door. It turns out to be Edward, unwed mother uh, Rebecca and her test tube baby Aurora. Uh, Blanche hates the baby's name and also doesn't like the Rebecca breastfed her at the museum, saying, You don't see me taking my breast out in public a lot. I enjoyed the pause there that <laughs> yeah. she gave. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca drops off the baby and leaves for a job interview uh, ending the scene. Mm-hmm. So, um... Like Blanche referred to Aurora as Oreo. Yeah. Mm. So, and I was hoping Ski would comment that that was Michael and Lorraine's baby. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a kick back there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ski would have thought it, but he does yeah. have the, even in his advanced age, has the good sense to <laughs> keep his thoughts to himself. Yeah. Um, I'd say that's the thing that people appreciate the most about Ski. <laughs> So, what's your opinion on this, okay? On ski? I'm a, I'm a big fan. So am I. So am I. 
but yesterday, Ski and one of our other friends, James, uh, okay. went to see the Pacers. Okay. okay. And Did well, they lose? Uh, they won, actually. Okay. So, so And it was a, looked like a good game. It uh, was really Kind of yeah. back and forth with the Pacers. I wish we that. Was it a home game, actually? What's that? Home game? Home game, yes. Yeah, they did not go to, what was it? The it was Washington. Washington. They didn't DC. go to D.C. Mm-hmm. They were here in the great state of Indiana. Playing the Generals? Uh, I That's believe right. it was the no. Bullets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Washington, D.C.'s team's the Bullets? They, they used to be, and now they're the Wizards. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> but they changed it from Bullets because of the violence in D.C. Gotcha. So. And the Washington Generals are... Uh, I mean, they're uh, the Baseball. team, the fake. No, the Washington Generals are the fake team that the uh, Globetrotters, Globetrotters play. play against. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, the Nationals are the baseball Nationals, team. Yeah, sorry. And the Commanders, the good old That's, Commies, yeah. are the football <laughs> team now. So the Savannah Bananas are a baseball team. It's like the baseball version of the Globetrotters. Oh, really? you, don't yeah. you have a uh, Savannah banana gear, like a shirt or something? Just a hammock. <laughs> Just a hammock. <laughs> <laughs> Savannah, but <laughs> I thought you did. No. I'd heard of him before. Someone actually, I've seen a shirt with Savannah. Really? Yeah. I, was, I'm I gonna thought get, it was you. Nah, I'm going to get me an Albuquerque Isotopes shirt someday. Oh, yeah? yeah? I just know that Brent always talks about how bananas and savannas are running down the stairs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a song like, bananas and something are running down the stairs. It's not savannas. Yeah. Um, Pajamas, bananas and pajamas are right. Oh, that was a stage. show. Yeah. Bananas yeah. and pajamas. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize it was a whole show. I think Alexis watched a little bit. Yeah. There's a song by the Cramps called "Naked Girl Falling Down the Stairs," mm-hmm. and I love. It's probably my all-time favorite Cramps song, whatever. But it's basically like a soundtrack to that painting, nude descending a stairwell. Uh, <laughs> the Cramps are like naked girl falling down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite Cramps song, also. Nice. First time I've ever heard of the Cramps oh. <laughs> or the song. <laughs> it's from their Flame Job album. Oh, okay. That's a now good is one. it clarify on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now I feel <laughs> enlightened. Um, yeah. so, anyways, well, uh, the theater is our new location for scene two, with Blanche auditioning Baby Carriage in tow. Uh, the baby causes Blanche to blow the audition, but she does catch the eye of fellow actor Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, he assumes Oreo is the daughter and <laughs> invites him to the zoo. Uh, Blanche does not correct his mistake, but does accept his invitation. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like Jason was a little creepy from the start, honestly. Yeah. He was a little too into the baby mm-hmm. um, for someone who just met the baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And, and maybe it's just things were different then or whatever, you know. But also, like, he was a good 10 years younger than Blanche, yeah. you know. And it's just, I don't know, the whole thing was just odd. <laughs> well, and you step back a little bit. I'm not really sure when uh, Rebecca showed up, was this like a pre-planned drop-off? No. Because it didn't seem that way at all. She no. said, you know, hey, I just need you to watch the baby. But it's because she has to go to a job interview because she's right. unemployed. You right. know? It's, like, I was, I was it's in everybody's like, best interest for... I don't know. I, it, it, the promptness of it, I would uh, would think maybe Blanche would say, "Hey, to one of the girls, could you watch the baby for like exactly. an hour while I do this, you know, audition?" But exactly. yeah, because everyone else seemed to be at the house at the time. Yeah, right. So you yeah. would have thought somebody else would have been available. Uh, even Sophia. Sophia, yeah, yeah, you're not working. And they're not, yeah, they're not big fans of babies or whatever. But I think they'd take one for the team for an hour or two or whatever. Yeah, I agree. Well, it seems like whenever they do end up with the baby, they all end up wanting to keep it anyway. Yeah, so. forever and raise it. <laughs> well, we uh, get into scene three. We're in the kitchen now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorothy is complaining about the uh, shithead students that she is teaching in the honors classes. Mm-hmm. Sophia tells her that when she was a kid, Dorothy had the highest IQ in the borough, 173. Mm-hmm. A rose chimes in. That's a coincidence. I was told I had the IQ of a borough. 
Patty, and I don't know if you know this, but a burrow can find its way back home. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, Dorothy says something like, um, you know, go on to work or, you know, something like that. And like she's like, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah. was my favorite line of the show, of this episode, I think. Mm-hmm. It was a good one. Gwen's probably had to do this or whatever. Um, you mentioned the honors, whatever. She takes honors classes and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Gabby starts high school next year. So she's in eighth grade currently. Okay. And so we went to the uh, you know high school orientation the other night. And long story short, she has until May to pick a career. Okay. <laughs> Good luck to her. Yeah. And it was just, I don't know. It was just disconcerting to me. <laughs> you know, she needed to have something chosen. And the fact that they're still doing that, yeah. you know. See, that's one thing that I do find odd for Gwen, because she has a class, again, freshman year, mm-hmm. um, and she could have taken it first or second semester, but it's a freshman-level class that everyone has to take. It's college and career prep. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand. I don't really understand either part of it. I mean, I yeah. get college prep to a certain extent, yeah. but kids are going to change 100 times exactly. you know, between now and when they Adults are going to change 100 right. times, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's odd that they make them take that class. Yeah. And they, I guess they did a lot of personality-type tests mm-hmm. that kind of, I what are they called the Braxton Hicks or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Briggs-Meyer. That Briggs-Meyer. I think yeah. Braxton Hicks is contractions. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, they did not have to do fake contractions while they were there. That's like, what I didn't catch you're, that. You are not mother material. Yeah. I'm sorry. All, all the girls in the class had to do that because it is a Catholic school. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they read the Method 101. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For their future careers. Um, but yeah. Now it's uh, yeah, the Myers Briggs and some other things as well. And then I saw something the other day that said um modern woman has a uh, two career paths available to her um she can either date pete davidson or have nick cannon's baby <laughs> <laughs> oh. both, both excellent options exactly <laughs> i think i think besides uh, uh nick cannon they're also saying that uh, uh herschel walker's available now no, okay <laughs> he's not doing anything <laughs> i'm sorry i sidetracked your so she took the Myers Briggs and different yeah, things for the course. Just that stuff, like yeah. this odd, odd stuff like that. I mean, she'll be done. She has her finals this coming week mm-hmm. because you know we're recording this in mid December, mm-hmm. um, and so she'll be uh, done with her. And she's done great. She's done yeah. excellent. Although she's a little stressed about finals, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I don't think she has any reason to be. Yeah, um, I've been because they told us they're like, oh, you know, when they did the parent orientation type thing, yeah. they're like, oh, your kids, you know, these kids are a lot of them might be used to getting A's and yeah. you know all A's and B's, and maybe they'll get a B or a C. Yeah. And, that's going to be hard for them, but yeah. so far she hasn't mm-hmm. had that issue at all. Yeah. So. It's just so like the night we were there at the you know for the high school or whatever, and they're like, and you have to pick a career by May, you know, so you can lock in your schedule or whatever. That very night she had told me it's like I'm going to be a doctor, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, last Wednesday when we had dinner, you told me that you wanted to be a, a waitress at Cracker Barrel, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, but then Katie got a job there, and she says it's horrible. <laughs> I was like, so I was like, so what if Katie becomes a doctor and she says that's horrible? Are you gonna <laughs> pick something different? Well, there's a steak and shake down the street. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, they. I don't think they've tried to force them into picking careers just mm-hmm. yet, but they have tried to get them matched up with uh, colleges and and whatnot that they yeah. would be appropriate for. And thankfully for Gwen, it's it's IU, and okay. and that's. I think she's probably gets good enough grades and is smart enough to get into like a, you know, fancy school. But yeah, you know, she doesn't want to spend a ton of money on it, yeah. and she doesn't want she's to go very far practical. from home. Yeah, she is. She's she is. oddly practical for a fifteen-year-old. Yeah. It is a private school, right? Yeah. yeah. 
So like Gabby's at public school, oh, you know, okay. so all of her career brochures are for like flaky jakes. <laughs> <laughs> Just slightly outdated. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the, fast, the fast track world of uh, phone card sales. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's tickled by that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. No, that was great. Makes yeah. me feel good. Oh. Yeah. Who was it that loved Ski's laugh? Was uh, it Lisa? So. Or um, Jennifer? Or Stacy? Angel? I, I believe it was Angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. it was Angel and her husband both gotcha. enjoyed Ski's laugh, yeah. And they're professional like audio people, so yeah, exactly. you should yeah. they take know that a good compliment. laugh when they hear one. Exactly. Um. Not my brain of a burrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'd feel if all of a sudden that was how he started laughing. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he like had an accident of some sort, and you're like, no, this is really how I laugh now. Exactly. Because <laughs> it would always sound like you were just making fun of our jokes. Like you <laughs> yeah, real funny, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I did want to uh, go ahead. Next time you get Ski to laugh like that, mm-hmm. I want you to follow it up with a, did I do that? <laughs> I'll definitely have to try to keep that in the holster. <laughs> well, I wanted to note that this IQ of 173 that yeah. Sophia said she had, um, people who are like basically above 140 are yeah. considered genius level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the, found this thing. I can't remember specifically where I found this one at, but... It said, like, 135 to 144 is highly gifted. These would be your intellectuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 145 to 154, geniuses. These would be your professors. Mm-hmm. 155 to 164, still geniuses. These would be your Nobel Prize winners. Mm-hmm. And then 165 to 179 would be high genius, mm-hmm. although it doesn't give uh, something that the high genius would do. I uh-huh. guess it's just too high level to even imagine. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, yeah. Yeah. you're no longer cor- incorporating yourself with the yeah. regular people. And then it said 180 to 200 is highest genius, and over 200 is unmeasurable genius. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. I, I don't associate with society anymore. No, right. I don't have any time for yeah, stupid like things Dr. like... Dr. Manhattan or something. Nobel Prizes. <laughs> uh, Gabby once said... Um, she was like the thing, I was like, this website says I'm a genius. And Cassidy didn't even look up from her tablet. She was like, I think you entered something in wrong. She didn't even dignify her bird with like eye contact. She just said it. And then like, yeah, they got so mad. And she's like, I entered everything correctly. <laughs> and they're like, so Cassidy realized like she was getting a response. And she's like, no, you didn't. You probably put in that pickles are purple. <laughs> she has like no idea what you put in on an IQ test or whatever. Right. But... <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty sick burn, especially yeah. to like to not even dignify it yeah. with, <laughs> with waiting for a response. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, we jump forward a bit and find Blanche worrying that Rebecca hasn't shown up with the baby yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, she reveals to the girls that Jason still thinks that she is the mother, uh, to which Sophia asks, what is this guy, or what's with this guy? He must be blind as a bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blanche lists some other ways to trick a man into thinking that you're younger, such as uh, flying to Nebraska for a fake birth certificate, <laughs> having a fake yearbook printed up, and uh, changing the dates on your parents' graves. Those all sounded very specific. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they sounded like options that she had probably tried before. Or at least investigated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Um, so today we're going to be debuting a new a new segment on the podcast, kind of a, you know, Sophia's 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 Choice Cares kind of a thing <laughs> where, where we're giving advice. Um, now, this is advice that we're relaying from the internet okay. um, to help people out in, in various ways. Yeah. You're going to quote from something, quote from something that's never wrong. Exactly. <laughs> and this article, I can definitely tell you, is a very uh, recent. Okay. I don't have a year on it, but uh-huh. it must be based on what's in it. Um, how to Now, I'm going to say that we can use this for either gender, but it says how to trick men into thinking you're years younger oh. from HowCast.com. So HowCast? HowCast.com. Okay. And so I want to give credit where it's due. Um, or blamed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this uh, little article starts off, you're as young as you feel is a cute saying, but let's be honest, you're as young as you look. Here's how to shave off a few years. Okay. okay. So these are 10 steps, and again, I think this could be applicable to either either uh-huh. gender, in yeah, my yeah. opinion. So step one, smell like a grapefruit. Oh. Um, a study at Chicago's Smell and Taste Treatment, or mm-hmm. excuse me, uh, yeah, Treatment and Research Foundation found that women wearing the scent were perceived to be an average of six years younger than their actual age. Six years? Yeah, six years younger okay. by just smelling like a grapefruit. Um, step two. Get Which is not- odd because grapefruits are like traditionally like an old person breakfast to I, I, me. Yeah, I mean, and as far as I'm aware as well, like that's what I've always kind of associated it with. Do you have a grapefruit for breakfast ever, Brent? Mm-mm, no, not very rarely. Yeah, I can't say that I ever have. I don't know if I've ever... I think I maybe had grapefruit once in my life, mm-hmm. but that must be why I appear so old to the opposite sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, step two, get an iPod. <laughs> oh. <laughs> get, an, get an iPod. Get, get Man, an, yeah. those phone cards you were talking yeah. about. Get an iPod and load it up with current hits. Avoid playing any songs that will uh, hint at your real age. Or at least hide those golden oldies in a separate playlist that you can enjoy when you're alone. Step three, pimp your phone. <laughs> like how, many, how many years off does the iPod shoot? It, it doesn't give a other, I don't believe. Just the appearance of youngness. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, your hip. All right, so how many years does a bedazzled phone? <laughs> <laughs> well, young people are very into their cell phones. So uh-huh. pick up the latest model, personalize it with a signature color, and choose a ringtone that won't have uh, him or her asking, who, the who, who's that? Um, <laughs> Step so four. Get the Zach Morris phone with us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, step four. Stage your home. Stage your home with items a younger person would have. A concert t-shirt from a hip band. Acne medication. The latest issue of... <laughs> Why would you buy that? <laughs> the latest issue of Cosmopolitan Magazine, as the young people do. Was this published by Cosmo? <laughs> I'm not sure who did, but that would have been a good guess. Um now, this one actually or does. Claritin, or yeah. Claritin, uh, clear soul. Yeah. Um. I know um, Ski's house is staged, so mm. they think a younger person lives there. He went so far as to get an infant. Right. <laughs> right <yeah. laughs> That's commitment. Yeah. Got everybody tricked. <laughs> I like the idea, though, that someone's like, they see the baby and they're like, well, men can still have babies till they're in their 70s. <laughs> You're fooling no one. <laughs> we just know that you make poor decisions in your 40s. <laughs> Um, this one actually does tie into, I think, one of the ones Blanche mentioned. Uh, step five, be well lit. Everyone looks younger mm-hmm. in soft light, so choose candlelit restaurants, add dimmers to all your home lights, <laughs> and get heavy bedroom curtains to keep out harsh morning rays. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine? You're like, I want people to think I'm younger, so I'm going to get dimmers for every light in my <laughs> house. <laughs> I'm only going to buy 25-watt bulbs. <laughs> um, you're walking like, man. Yeah. Is it dark in here? It's like, it? I don't know. My young eyes can yeah. see just fine. <laughs> here, here's something, though. Here's some honest advice. Like, you want to appear younger or whatever? Mm-hmm. Get rid of your top sheet. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kids don't, don't like top sheets. Yeah, I agree. I guess I'm one of the kids after all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, step six, learn to text. Texting is big with the younger crowd, so learn how to send and receive text messages. Uh, you don't want to... <laughs> IKR. <laughs> you, you don't want to... There's no date on this? No, there is not. Uh, you don't want to ask him or her what the hell he's, he or she is talking about when the uh, subject comes up. <laughs> like, they even talk about texting. And you're like, what? what? <laughs> Step he, seven. He did, you mean he like... acknowledge my interjection. I thought it was funny. What, what was your interjection? I said IKR. Oh, IKR. What is IKR? Texting. I know, right? Oh. <laughs> See, I'm too old, Brett. Uh. Now all of now all of our listeners know. That's a lot. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> now it's like textings for two things. LOL and grapefruit emoji. <laughs> Eggplant emoji. <laughs> I like grapefruit emoji. I'm not sure if it exists. <laughs> Had it on the brain from earlier. I meant grapefruit. See, I didn't know I meant, I meant eggplant. <laughs> I thought you were gonna just say LOL than dick pics, but <laughs> <laughs> you went a little classier. <laughs> or at least you attempted to. Oh. So I, I I jokingly said, you know, the eggplant to my wife way too often or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like there at the top, like one of the top three most <laughs> whatever. So and I'm always just like whenever I'm responding to the kids with like a thumbs up or a smiley face, I'm always so afraid I'm going to hit that eggplant by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm taking a solid 30 seconds to slowly move my index finger towards yeah. the thumbs up. <laughs> you might as well just type it in so that it brings it up for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, step seven, have more sex. Mm. Uh, even if it's just with yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Study at the... Uh, Royal Edinburgh Hospital found that people in their 40s who had one or two orgasms a week looked a full 10 years younger than those who didn't. Mm. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, step eight, get an instant message account. An uh, instant message yeah. account. AOL, instant <laughs> message yeah. Exactly. And uh, learn, learn, the, texting. Uh, learn the latest netiquette <laughs> and abbreviations. While you're at it, keep those AOL discs lying around on the coffee table. That way people think you're... <laughs> right, a youngster. That would actually be hilariously fun. Just walk into someone's room. They've got, like, net... Uh, like, like, AOL discs. Prodigy discs. <laughs> and, like, you try to go on their computer. It's like... Yeah, ding, ding, Yeah. I use Netscape. <laughs> like... Well, it says to keep your statuses available whenever you're online. Most young people like to IM more than like to use the phone. Mm. So... Uh, step nine: Join a gym, get a gym membership, and not just so you can lose weight, feel great, and look and get a toned, more youthful body. Mm-hmm. Seeing the card in your wallet, make sure people do subconsciously signals that you are a young, vibrant person. <laughs> Somebody who's going through your wallet? Yeah, <laughs> just to sort of back up, just a smidge or whatever. Mm. Um, somebody did post that I think it's a good idea. I may steal it, but basically, like. Um, they're, they got their eight-year-old a phone, which is a whole other thing. I think it's way too young or whatever. Yeah. But they were recording their voicemail message, the eight-year-old was. Mm-hmm. And it was basically, um, uh, you, you've reached so-and-so's phone. Please hang up and send me a text. <laughs> 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 which I think should be my voicemail That is message. really good, yeah. <laughs> um, it does give a tip, too, on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, if uh, while you want the person to see your gym card, other IDs in your wallet, like your driver's license, should be hidden away um, so that they won't stumble across your real age. Mm-hmm. Uh, step 10, the final step People here. People can tell my real age because they see my Marsh card. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Marsh? <laughs> like a bog or a bankrupt grocery chain from <laughs> Swampland? <laughs> you, you, 
You still have your uh, hooks thing on your keychain, right? I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I did have a uh, yeah, a thanks for Krogering sticker on my Marsh card. Oh, <laughs> and the, that's funny. Yeah, the cashiers of Marsh always got a kick out of that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the final one, stand up straight. Surveys show that a good posture makes you look not only younger, but thinner and taller, too. Mm-hmm. Fact, about one-third of women think they look 10 years younger than they actually are. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know about men, but... So what you're saying is a third of women are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Seems low to me, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sophia's Choice of Golden Girls Podcast. (laughs) I'm trying to come up with a witty reply, but it's just not coming to me. (laughs) Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed that new segment. Yeah, Yeah. What's it called again? Uh, Sophia's Choice Cares. Ah, nice. <laughs> I do care. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see where we're at here. Uh, so anyway, Jason shows up, and yeah. uh, Blanche threatens to kick Sophia out if anybody reveals her deception. I think she said something like the old lady's on the curb or on yeah. the street yeah, or something. Yeah, she's going to throw out uh, Sophia. Yeah. Uh, Jason comes in and asks to see the baby. Again, kind of creepy. Real, real quick, um, and before she does, she also tells Rose to go to the other room and cry, cry like, like a oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Which Rose she is like, do. she owns us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a real big kick out of it. Um, Blanche says the baby's sleeping, which then he has to still take a peek at the baby, mm-hmm. and she says, oh, at the Greater Miami Baby Sleep Center, mm-hmm. which Dorothy describes as sort of a flop house for infants, yeah. which I believe you used the term flop house I earlier. Did. <laughs> did, yeah. I did, yeah. So. It was still fresh in my mind. <laughs> uh, Blanche shows up with the uh, baby, and, or excuse me, Rebecca shows up with the baby, and Blanche basically grabs her and uh, slams the door in her face. Mm-hmm. Uh, weirdo Jason wants to take a picture of Blanche with the baby, asking the room, isn't she just the most beautiful mother you've ever seen? To which Sophia, Sophia replies, grand, just mm-hmm. grand. Yeah, you know, I got to take it back. I said my uh, favorite line was something earlier, but that's, that was my favorite Yeah, line. that was a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason ends the scene by uh, voicing his hopes to someday be part of the family and possibly add another baby with Blanche. Mm-hmm. Now, it's funny because later on, you know, after things are revealed, not to get ahead of ourselves, but he says something like, oh, I lost my hair when I was young. I just figured, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, you know, people are into different things. So he kind of acknowledges that he thought she was old to have a baby anyway. Mm-hmm. You'd think that it, he would at least be wondering if she was too old to have another one, even mm-hmm. though, I mean, I guess Aurora would be very young, so you'd assume yeah. she was still young uh, enough. fertile. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, do you guys have anything to add before I jump to the next scene? I don't think so. No, or no. If we had the scene where um, we talk about, um, I guess maybe it was at the very beginning. Rebecca comments about how you know she knows it's just gas when she sees the baby. That's coming oh, yeah, up. Yeah. Actually, okay. I think that's the the next scene. Gotcha. Um, and that's a great one too. Yeah. Uh, so actually, you know what? I take it back. It's a couple scenes from now. Gotcha. So. Sorry. The the next scene up, the girls all end up in the kitchen with Rose and Sophia working on the sauce. Uh, Dorothy being too smart to sleep and Blanche being conflicted about having another baby. Uh, Dorothy suggests waiting a couple years <laughs> so that uh, Medicare would pay for it. This, this, these were awesome. Yeah, and Sophia says to do it now because the Inquirer will pay for it instead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blanche says she feels like the spruce goose. Uh, <laughs> people may visit, play with the controls, but I'll never really fly again. Mm-hmm. If I was doing a deep dive, that would have been the deep dive. Yeah. Spruce gooses. Although I think most people probably know what the spruce goose is, <laughs> but you know what it is, Key? It is. Yeah, I do. I <laughs> It is. <laughs> Did you just have a stroke right here alive on air? <laughs> My response made zero sense. You're like, it is. <laughs> I don't know what you said, but he just strung words together. 
didn't necessarily go. It's a blue stubble. Yeah, it's, an old, it's a plane that was made of wood. Right. Spruce, probably. Or <laughs> That's my guess. So I don't think you do know what it is exactly. Um, it was Howard Hughes's enormous plane that was... Like, too big to get off the ground. Yeah, exactly. Didn't so. he fly it for a little bit, though? I thought he got it, like... I think... Because it, it was like a aqua boat, basically. Like, a, like didn't he fly it, though, because he, like, went off a cliff with it? Or something like that, yeah. <laughs> he, like, fell gracefully. That yeah. Extent like, glided down, <laughs> more or less. Um, but, yeah, that would have been a, a, a decent enough... Um, deep dive, but I, I need to give people advice because Sophia's choice cares. We do care. So. We do care. So now, uh, back in the living room. We need to do a new podcast on that one. What's that? A whole podcast just on the <laughs> yeah. Spruce Goose? Um, a series, a mini-series. Uh, a plane made of a wood and foie gras. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. <laughs> so we're uh, back in the living room now. and we're just a podcast where we're like, we eat food that we mispronounce. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this week we're having Philly Mignon. <laughs> yeah. This week's loin of pork. <laughs> well, that's not really mispronounced. That's just oddly. Yeah. Oddly stated, yeah. yeah. Um, so now we're in back in the living room now, and Rebecca rides with Aurora. Uh-huh. Uh, she comments that the baby's been smiling all day and that she knows it's probably just gas, but mm-hmm. she looks so cute. And then Sophia tugs on Dorothy's shirt and flashes an ear-to-ear smile of her own. Yeah, that was my favorite line of the episode. That was great, yeah. yeah Dorothy says something like, oh, it's not cute when you're in your 80s. Yeah. But you didn't even, Dorothy didn't even need to reply. It yeah. was just so perfect the way that she was smiling yeah. at her. Um, Definitely my favorite line. Yeah. So uh, after some kind words from Rebecca, Blanche decides to reveal the ruse to both her and Jason. Uh, Jason says he's cool with grandmas, but not with liars. And Rebecca says Blanche won't have to worry about babysitting ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so Blanche, uh, you know, as far as bad Blanche episodes go, mm-hmm. I don't think this one is the worst, you mm-hmm. know, not, yeah, by, not by far. Yeah, not by a long yeah. shot, but it's still it's more of a taking advantage of a situation. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it she is Poor decision-making, in my opinion. Yeah. And she's lying to Jason. I don't know what her end game is with Jason, with this yeah. lie that she's perpetrating. But at the same time, it's not necessarily something where she's, being awful um, with her Well, it's fashion. clearly, it's yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. not something she can string along forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it has an expiration date for sure. Um, but yeah, so but she tries to turn it around and everything goes to shit for her. So. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything before we get into our final Oh well, yeah, scene? there's your moral right there to the story. Never tell the truth. Exactly. <laughs> you hold those lies. You hold on to them until the very end of your life. Um, the bitter end. After the evidence is in front of you, mm-hmm. continue to hold strong. Yep. Lying to a bald man is a victimless crime. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I think all of us have a reasonably decent head of hair. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Okay, mine's pretty uh-huh. short, but... Yeah, yeah but it yeah. looks... It's short, but... It's bald. obvious that it's there. Yeah. You're not somebody who, like, shaves their head, so... To hide yeah. the fact that they're bald or whatever. Yeah. So that's one thing we got going for us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> None of us are getting bald. Well, we can all brag about our podcast. <laughs> that's how we pretend we're young. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I podcast on the weekend sometimes. Uh, yeah. No, that's how we pretend we're white males. <laughs> it is by having a podcast. Um, exactly. But uh, if yeah. you have an opinion, but you don't share it on the podcast, do you even have one? <laughs> yeah. So do you think our new tagline should be Sophia's Joy's podcast, We All Have Hair? (laughs) 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 Um, So anyway, we get to our final scene out of the one eye. Uh, Dorothy says says she's not staying for dinner because she is going to a meeting at Mensa, which, before we even get to the next part of it, 
like, what the hell, Dorothy? Like, it's not like this would be a one-time only meeting that she could go to. And this <laughs> is some sort of annual tradition that apparently, you know, means something to Sophia. They made a big meal of it and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. She's just going to be like, oh, sorry, I want to be with these intellectual equals, so I'm going to bounce out and yeah, skip I, this thing. I know they're trying to play off the, the theme that she's just become annoying and kind of hoity-toity because she thinks she's a genius now. But I think they pushed the, the cliche too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that that just isn't Dorothy to me. I don't yeah, think it wasn't she... wasn't her character very well. well. Yeah, I mean, she had um, you know, her smarty pants <clears throat> friend in an earlier episode, and basically the lady was like, "Yeah, I'm not hanging out with uh, Blanche and Rose," mm. you know, and so Dorothy's like, "Well, you know, I'm sticking with them." You yeah. Know? So, but anyway, uh, Sophia tells Dorothy that she lied to her about her IQ and that she's been messing with her head for uh, the last sixty years. Uh, Rebecca comes in to pick up the baby's things, and after, I don't know, maybe two, three sentences from Sophia about mothers, daughters, and grandparents, she decides to go ahead and forgive Blanche and let her hold the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't she say something? I think Blanche is something like, oh, can I at least you know, give the baby one last kiss or hold the baby one last time? And she's and she like, says, no. Yeah, to build up the suspense. And it's like, you can hold her forever or yeah, <laughs> whatever. I can't we're not that. going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that, uh, like... Sophia's thing was fine, you mm-hmm. know, but it also seemed like, I don't know, it's like, you know, take it from someone who just buried their baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to ruin the moment. There yeah. you go, yeah. That's... Yeah, I agree. Um, that, would, that would be definitely a much probably more poignant mm-hmm. uh, point for Sophia to make. Exactly. <laughs> what are you listing? My baby's dead. <laughs> <laughs> don't make the same mistake I did. Exactly. <laughs> And then just ends up being a real, real downer of a closing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, the show closes with Sophia making a joke about Rose being a moron and Rose serving dinner right on cue. I think the joke is more or less the secret to the recipe. Just get someone to do the work for you. Yeah, get a moron to do the work. Yeah. Now, I don't know. Have, have either of you two ever made, I'm sure you haven't skied, but Brent, you're more of a culinary, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know, expert's not quite the right word maybe, but. <laughs> Enthusiast. Yeah, there you go. Um, then, then Ski and I are. Have you ever made a sauce that took multiple days to prepare? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't say. I don't know if there's anything I made that take multiple days, unless you just count thawing something. Yeah. You know, <laughs> for a certain amount of time, or maybe leaving something to refrigerate overnight. Yeah. I guess would be. I can see maybe doing exactly. like an aged steak, like yeah. like if you have to put in a special drying unit or a cooler or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've made sauerkraut, and that takes you know six weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, nothing like an entree type thing. But, I mean, the sauerkraut, isn't that something where it's like you can it and then you just leave it sit, or do you have to do more to it throughout that six weeks? No, I mean, you're just putting it in the crock and everything. Keeping the water seal tight. Um, But, yeah, never, like, aged steak or whatever. Nothing like that. So you have to leave it in a plugged-in crock pot for six weeks? No, no, no. It's um, just a clay pot. Oh, okay. Okay. It's got a little lid on it. No, put water around the rim Mm -hmm. to keep the, let the bubbles get out to keep air from getting in. Very nice. I did not realize that you had done something even that. Well, I knew yeah, that you I'll made sacred. That, I didn't realize it was that long. That qualifies to me, honestly. <laughs> um, so anyway, we had uh, four guest actors in that episode. Uh, Deborah Engel playing mm-hmm. Rebecca for her third and final time, which is a shame because I like her. Yeah, I, I do too. Liked seen her yeah, I, my second favorite line of the episode um, was her line where, you know, Blanche is like, you know, hey, give it a beautiful southern name. And Rebecca's like, sure thing, Blanche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope Rebecca shows back up as the first actress. Right. <laughs> that we get another Rebecca, but it's the different Rebecca again. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, we also had a Jonathan Schmock again. I think he was maybe in the last episode or the one prior to that. He was the director this time, but in voice only, mm-hmm. but his third of four episodes. Mm-hmm. We had Allison Robinson. She was the other actress that was auditioning mm-hmm. uh, during Blanche's part there. And yeah. uh, only 10 titles to her name, and this is her only Golden Girls, nothing yeah. of note, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was odd that they were auditioning for Taming of the Shrew. It mm-hmm. seemed like it would have done a Tennessee Williams play. Yeah, that would have made more sense, uh, given their propensity for that. Yeah, and it's Blanche. Yeah. <laughs> so she's qualified for that role. <laughs> And then finally, we had uh, Alan Ratchin. He played mm-hmm. Jason. Uh, 118 titles for him. Only Golden Girls, but he's had a lot of good credits. Uh, mm-hmm. Recently, stuff on like Young Sheldon. He's mm-hmm. also been on The Middle. Uh, Young like... Sheldon, you say? Mm-hmm. Another thing with kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably a creep on that one, too. Right. Uh, six episodes of Brent Favorite, Rizzoli and Isles. Mm-hmm. And uh, 119 episodes of Dharma and Greg as uh, Larry Finkelstein. Mm-hmm. I watched Armand Greg some, but not enough that I remember any side characters. He was the hippie dad. Oh, okay. Uh, Dharma's dad. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I really liked him. And just as a side note, if they ever would have cast Phil, I could see them casting him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would have been solid. So well, that is all for my recap and my little extra there. So okay. I have a few things I'd like to say. Okay. Um, so as far as the things go. <laughs> 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 we Don't all mentioned our specific. <laughs> we mentioned our favorite lines and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, who was your MVP? Um, Ski for this episode. Yeah. I actually, I didn't even thought about it. Honestly, I should have. Uh, yeah, it was a curveball. I know you, you were. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I, I didn't see you asking me. Yeah. Um, I wrote it down, but I forgot. So, but anyways, um, I'm going with Sophia if that helps you decide. I'm also giving to, it to Sophia. Mm-hmm. Trying to remember what I did pick. I mean, we all like the smile quite a bit that Sophia yeah. gave uh, when yeah, about the gas. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I think you either got to go with Sophia or Rebecca. I'm trying to... Unless you're a creep and you want to give it to Aurora. Aurora. <laughs> 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 Oreo. Um, yeah, I'll go Sophia, too. It was pretty funny in this one. <laughs> I've never seen anybody <laughs> concentrate so hard on a decision that means absolutely nothing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is for posterity. It's going to mess with the Well, rankings. I wrote it down at home. I was just trying to remember what I wrote. Because <laughs> right, so. usually when I do uh, my watching, mm-hmm. if there's not one that I'm uh, going to do the recap on, mm-hmm. I'll usually like take, take notes on the side of yeah, yeah. my computer. Cool. All right. So I love the idea that you're actually writing it on the side of your computer. <laughs> <laughs> like a notch. <laughs> yeah. You have like an old desktop yeah. with the... Yeah. Scrawling it in with like yeah. a... Yeah. Okay. All right. So... Um, I'm giving this episode seven and a half slices of cheesecake. Wow. Because I absolutely wow. loved it. Um, I love the Blanche. I love the, you know, smile that Sophia did. Um, I thought it was just a solid episode. Like you mentioned, you know, Blanche was a bad person, but not an irredeemable person. You know, and mm-hmm. it was just, I don't know. I thought it was just good all around. There were so many really good lines in it. So so now that I've gone out there and said it's seven and a half slices, you know, I would like to mention that, you know, um, this is the last episode we're recording before Christmas. Oh, okay. And so I have actually brought Christmas presents for the two of you. Oh, nice. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, you know, highest score gets their first choice of Christmas gifts. <laughs> um, obviously, I've, Should we I've, write it down so it's a blind thing? No, no, you can, I don't care. Just I'm giving it seven and a half. So anybody want to go 7.75? So you brought one for yourself? No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying that I'll let... I have two presents here, okay. okay, and they're two different presents. Okay. So whomever gives this episode the highest score gets to pick first. Of the two of us? Yeah. 
Well, much like the $140 wouldn't have sw- persuaded me down the road to, uh, you know, compromise my my integrity on this, this uh, gift. For one, I know I'm getting one of them. <laughs> so even if I give it a one, I get to walk away with one. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm giving it a five. I, I enjoyed it, but I guess not as much as you. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was another good but not great episode yeah. of it. Uh, but, I mean... Really solid with, with some, certainly some highlights, but not enough highlights for me to be quite as effusive as your uh, seven gotcha. and a half. So five for me. Okay. I couldn't you? remember what I wrote down for that, but I'm going to give it 5.5. Oh, okay. to get the prize. <laughs> so you can get the first pick. Well, I guess in the interest of full disclosure, it's actually the second pick um, because oh. Pick Me chose his earlier today. Because oh. <laughs> he gave it in full eight. Exactly. So, you going to pick that one? Or choose that one? Oh, <laughs> you're going to take both. Exactly. <laughs> if you'd have gone with eight, I'd have given you both. <laughs> Which one do you want, Alan? I don't know. You should pick. You should be. What humor breaks? We don't know what picks in here anyway. I'll do this one. Should I open mine first then? Yeah. All right. When I say they're different, um, I do mean that. But it's a negligible difference. Uh, <laughs> in, in advance, I thank you very much. It's very sweet of you. Yeah. Never think someone in advance, in my opinion. Exactly, yeah. I think it's nice that he thought of us. Oh, you, you could open it up. It could be a coupon for one free space docking. <laughs> 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 Made out to Alan. <laughs> I give you a cuddle coupon for Alan. In fairness, that would save him a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So, see, got uh, so we got uh, all these book book like magnetic oh, bookmarks. Yeah, very for the golden cool. Girls. Oh, very nice. So four of them. And then we've got the Golden Girls uh, Go to Sleep Sweetheart coaster uh, coaster set. Oh, I will yeah. freaking use the hell yeah, out of these. I think there's nice. four coasters in there. Yeah. I love the I love using coasters. And then a, <laughs> a dice set. Oh, very cool. That is really cool. Golden Thank girls. you very very yeah. much. You play your Golden Girls Yahtzee. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah. That was very fun. Yeah, I definitely want to play these. I, I'm, I'm, we'll see if we've got them, but yeah, on our on our day where we do our games, I'd like to play this. Yeah, yeah. See, I already know that I'm disappointed with the prize, not because it's not good, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but because I know that if it would have been a little cheaper, I could have had a pretty sweet belt buckle in this. <laughs> <laughs> Brent Brent found a a really nice looking belt buckle that was from the Knoxville World's Fair. Yeah. Um, that he said if it wasn't, I can't remember how much it was. It was like, $29. Yeah. It was just oh, man. It was just a hair too much. Yeah, yeah I agree with you on that. So uh, I also got a dice set. Very mm-hmm. nice. So we could play like some Yahtzee with this, mm-hmm. couldn't we? Yeah, we could. Very cool. And then, oh, some buttons. Yeah. Let's see. So we get this cool. a set of four buttons. One says the Golden Girls. One says Blanche, uh, Dorothy, Sophia, and Rose. One says squad goals, and the other says thank you for being a friend. Very Pretty nice. awesome. If you want you to could give... use those as pieces of flair. <laughs> <laughs> Some people, you know, only use the minimum four pieces of flair. But if you look I... at Brent over there, he has 30 pieces of flair. 37 so. pieces of flair. <laughs> you know, it's also I heard... called Prince Albert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard that Hitler gave the Nazis pieces of flair. <laughs> Mainly, I used the Prince Albert to keep people from docking too far. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's his airlock. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, I also got a set of uh, coasters from Brent, mm-hmm. and I will go a little further than he did because mm-hmm. there are four different coasters in this mm-hmm. pack. Let's see. So we mm-hmm. have 
I'm going to have to just rip it out of here. Oh, that's fine. I didn't say go to sleep. <laughs> um, so we have one with Dorothy saying, go to sleep, sweetheart, and pray for brains. <laughs> then we have uh, from Rose, as they say in St. Olaf, uh, health and, I don't know, uh, one of her classic St. Olaf yeah. words. I'm not even going to try because it's probably literally about 40 characters, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Um, then with Sophia, we have a, have I given you any indication at all that I care? Mm-hmm. Which is excellent. And then for Blanche, my beauty has always been a curse. Mm-hmm. Something we can all relate to. Am I right, fellas? Oh, True yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Brent. An yeah, excellent prize very pack. Much so. yep. Merry Christmas, my friend. Yep. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas? I don't agree with that. You don't even have a Christmas? It's got to be merry? Yeah, it's got to be merry. Um, I, I believe, or you can say happy holidays. Happy or Merry year. Christmas. You can't say merry holidays or happy Christmas. I say happy Christmas because of the John Lennon song. Oh, okay. Happy Christmas, war is over. Yeah, well, there's a reason he's dead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Assassination because someone was like, no, I'm not having any of that. Right. <laughs> so this is Christmas. No, yeah. thanks. <laughs> Thank you very much, yeah. Brent. Those are very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy. Really appreciate that. So did we get through? Um, so we named our MVPs. Mm-hmm. We gave our, our ratings. Mm-hmm. We mentioned the best lines. Mm-hmm. All that left is to uh, say happy birthday to Richard Milhouse Nixon. Yeah, correct. <laughs> I couldn't remember for sure what day this is airing. So January yeah. 9th. Yeah. And anyone for March 2nd? Was that it? Oh, we I decided that was a blank spot in the calendar. Day, so. uh, he was born, and this is... So this episode airs January 9th, 2023, 20, yeah. 2023, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would have been uh, his 90th birthday. Oh, wow. Okay. No, uh, 110th birthday, because he was born in 1913. Wow. Wow, I didn't realize he was that old. Well, he's been or dead since been 94. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So happy belated, no, happy birthday, actual Richard Nixon. Right. <laughs> 110 years young. <laughs> so, all right, um... Is a a bonus, you know, happy Christmas gift to Ski. I'm gonna let him say the closing because I don't think he's ever done it before. I think one time I tried to let him do it and he totally fucked it up. (laughs) 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 He got so flustered, didn't know what to do. Coco stays golden. (laughs) (laughs) It really was. It was something like that that was like backwards. But now we've given him a second to compose himself. I think yeah. the first time I dropped right on him and he just got <laughs> so... You want to try again, Chief? Flustered there. Mm-hmm. Stay golden, Coco. Hey, <laughs> It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at sophiaschoicepodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at Sophia's Choice PC. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden. <laughs>